Becky and I took off a couple of weeks this month and went to one of our favorite spots, Baja, Mexico. We had been to Cabo a couple of years ago and stayed at the ritzy Hilton Hotel on the beach, but this time we wanted something a bit more private, less touristy. Todos Santos is a sleepy Mexican town on the Baja Peninsula's Pacific side. It has great fish tacos, amazing local artists, a focus on health spas, and beautiful beaches with towering waves and, in the summer, is for the most part empty. Becky and I had an open-aired room overlooking the Pacific with straight-on views of the sunset, a pool three steps up from our patio, and a rugged trail down to the beach. Take a look at the Bar Crawl Radio Instagram page for some highlights. For the most part, we sunned and swam and walked and sipped tequilas and margaritas, but we did get some BCR work in. We interviewed two local businessmen and got both a sense of the culture in Todos Santos and how these Mexicans feel about America under Trump. Pepe Sosa is a musician and taco stand owner with bright blue eyes and a physical presence in the community. Miguel Ochoa is a hotel owner, builder, and innovative designer. We talked to Miguel about his inspirations for his design of Via La Mar, where we stayed, and about his plans for a recording studio just outside of town overlooking an ancient cemetery. His idea is to bring together the disparate musicians who play around Baja to form unheard of synthesized sounds. You know, ranchera, American jazz, Western popular genres, all of them. And we will definitely stay in touch with Miguel. Oh, 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 by the way, some have said that the Eagles Hotel California originated in Todos Santos, though uh, maybe not. Okay, my name is Pepe Sosa. Uh, we are in Toro Santos. I'm the owner of El Santo Chilote, fish tacos, the best fish tacos in town. El Santo Chilote means the holy pepper. By the, way. The, the holy pepper. Holy pepper. Yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> and you've got you've got a holy pepper uh, drawn on the wall. On the wall, yeah. And in Mexico, it's got double meaning, but I, I'm not gonna say what, you know, okay. the double meaning. It's kind of. <laughs> what it gets kind of nasty. It gets kind of nasty, but uh, people love it though. <laughs> it's beautiful. We it's beautiful. Guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take a picture of it and put it on our Instagram. Uh, this is Ball Crawl Radio, and we're in Todos Santos, and we're speaking with Pepe Sosa, the, um, not, the, not the baseball player. Uh, Pepe, how, how long have you been here? Well, I've been in Todos Santos for 10 years now. When I got here, it was like a, it was a uh, very quiet town, and it's growing. It's growing and it's getting bigger and bigger. But, uh, well, we're here in August, and it... it, it I hear it's it's busier in the winter. It is busier during the winter. Yeah, at this time of year, um, it gets really hot, so people try to avoid the weather. And uh, you know, it's a hurricane season, and so it gets it's really hard to get some people from the states. But we're, we're staying um, over in uh, Via La Mar, and the roads are very kind of bumpy. Yes. But we kind of like it because then no one can bother us. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's the beauty of the town. Have, have you always been in the restaurant business, Pepe? Well, actually, I'm a musician. That's, oh. Yeah, I'm a professional drum uh, player. I'm a jazz player. I'm a, my real, real business. Uh, I'm, I'm a producer. 
and uh, I provide with music for hotels, restaurants, and bars. And uh, I put some uh, jazz, uh, some Cuban music, some flamenco music, and uh, all kinds of styles. You know, uh, there's I have th 35 musicians to work in my company, and uh, this is uh, my, my this is my. Um, my hobby, <laughs> the restaurant business. I record for Sony Music, for Universal, for Emmy Capital. But uh, that was that was uh, uh, like a popular regional Mexican music. We're here in Todos Santos. Where should we go? Besides, besides your fish taco, Santo Chilote. Well, uh, there's there's uh, many things to do in here, but uh, but right now, like I said. I just I just find out that there's many places that are closed, mm. you know, mm -hmm. so people start closing down business because of the weather. Ah. But uh, people like you know love to go to the beach. Like I think one thing that you should do is go to the Punta Lobos. It's where the where the fishermen's, you know, comes and go. So uh, what that's what what I do like every morning. I just go uh, watch them, you know, take off, and uh, at uh, afternoon. They just come back with a bunch of fish, and uh, it's fun to see and you them. Buy the you buy the fish from them. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's, it's always that way. We always fresh. Fre yeah, yes. fresh. I think you should go there and see how people do. You know their jobs. It's very interesting, and it's a it's an important community. You know the fishermen's here. We yeah. love the fishermen's, and I think it's something that you need to. What kind of fish do you use here for your fish tacos? Well, it's the, the catch of the day, mm. you know. Uh, so what did we have today? Today we have cabrilla. I don't know in English, uh, but cabrilla is a small fish, you know, it's a tiny, tiny fillet, but it's really good. We have a lot around. Delicious. It was really, really good. It was kind of tuna flavor. Uh, kind of tuna, yeah. It's white fish. It's really good. Sometimes we, we get cazon, you know, it's a big, thick, big fish. And it's also, I mean, really good, but uh, it's more like a, a little drier, you know. And uh, but it's also a, I'm um, sorry, that's uh, red meat, you know. Different, all depends on the day, you know, the, the kind of fish that we got here. Cochito is another one. I don't know how to say it in English because I haven't found that out. But cochito is uh, is another one that we have a lot in here. But the cochito, we use it for f uh, ceviche. Because of the consistency of the, of the of the meat, you know, it's really good to make make ceviche, and we love to make a, here a ceviche with we call them ceviche borracho, with beer, Worcestershire sauces, and it's like it's juicy, beer. yeah, and comes in a, a, in a in a volcanic stones stone that we call mocajete, it's delicious. But you, delicious. but you use lime juice to cook the meat, right? With, yes. Right. And yes. And the beer. Then we add. Beer. You add the beer. Yeah. At the, the end, when? At the end. At the end, we add beer, we add a uh, uh, clam, you know, clamato, mm -hmm. and uh, Worcestershire and different uh, sauces, and uh, just to, to spice it up. We have we have mm -hmm. a ceviche working at home that we're going to have for dinner. So uh, I'll add some beer. Add some add some beer. Add some Worcestershire. Add some uh, uh, maggi sauce and uh, salsa inglesa. I mean, uh, I mean. Uh, uh, the Chinese salsa. Uh, uh, it's it? like a mustard. No. Mustard? no. Uh, like soy sauce. Soy sauce. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> soy. soy sauce, and uh, yeah, clamato. Okay. A, a little bit of beer, and just scoop it like a soup mm -hmm. with tostadas. Uh, it's really good. I'm asking everyone we interview here in in Mexico and Baja about what you feel about our um, relationship, your relationship with the United States. 
the way it is now. Uh, do you have any opinion about that? Well, I do have a lot of opinions, and uh, everything is good. You know, I live in the States for many years. My son, born up there, he works for the U.S. Army. And uh, so I spent many years up there, and I love you guys because I have been treated good up there. My son, my son has been treated really good, my whole family. So um, the only reason that I, I'm not up there is because I, I feel that in Mexico you feel more freedom to do what you want to do. And it, everything is easier, you know, even to buy properties and a house or if you work, you know. But I love people from the States, and uh, uh, I think everyone loves them here because, you know, one one thing that it's there's too important to mention is that we depend a lot of you guys that come here to Baja because a lot most of the people here live out of the, all the money that you bring and spend here in Baja and uh, so you guys are very very important you know for our community and uh, also there's a big community you might want to know in here it's a big community of people from the states from everywhere you know you see a bunch of houses that they own here and they've been helping a lot to uh the, to the uh, development of the town you know like when i got here i was like a just dirt roads you know and um, people from the states start pushing you know the government as, and, and helping and uh, they also they build a road you know they pay for the concrete and everything so the, the whole community got together and uh, put some money and built the road to Las Tunas, you know, because it was all dual road. So you guys are doing a lot of things, important things for the community and for the whole Baja Peninsula. Uh, this is Barco Radio. We're here in um, Todos Santos. There goes a truck with some palm leaves going by at the fish taco stand called Santo Cholote. We're here with Pepe Sosa, who's the owner of the tacos uh, stand here, and it's beautiful, and we had some delicious, delicious tacos. Thank you very much for talking with us. Thank you very much. Saludos para New York City. Thank you. That was nice. My name is uh, Miguel Angel Ochoa Cabrera, which, by the way, we used uh, our father's last name and our mother's last name here in Mexico. We bo use both. Uh, we are in uh, Todos Santos, uh, Baja California Sur, Mexico. Casa Tota, it's a little tiny boutique hotel that is, uh, we have 15 rooms and a small restaurant. Uh, it was built about, I built it about six years ago. And it used to be an old store. It was the old store, the convenience store of, of the town. And the name of the lady, the original owner, was uh, uh, Carlota, Señora Carlota. And short for Carlota in Spanish is Tota. So Doña is like Don. In, 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 uh, for men, is Don. You know? And for uh, women, is Doña, somebody who uh, you give a lot of respect to, oh. so you call them Doña. Yeah. So Doña Tota, and that's what we uh, call the hotel now, in memory to, to the lady. Gosh, uh, here in Todos Santos, I've been here for 18 years, but in Baja, uh, 32 years in total. So I moved down here, uh, you know, like I said, 32 years ago, uh, originally in Cabo. Uh, when Cabo San Lucas was a beautiful little town, you know, cows and horses walking along the downtown area. 
and uh, and then after a few years, it started to get really, really busy over there. So I decided to look for another place here in Baja, and I found Todos Santos. We were staying in Cabo San Lucas a couple of years ago, and we wandered about and we came up to Todos Santos and we fell in love with Todos Santos and how quiet and you know peaceful it is compared with Cabo. Yeah. And do you are you concerned about Todos Santos becoming like Cabo? No, not at all. Uh, for mainly two reasons. One, uh, we don't have the uh, facilities uh, and the uh, area in the ocean here. The the uh, uh, the area is kind of rough. I mean, you're on the Pacific side. Uh, Cabo San Lucas has a lot of resorts, the facility just to, to get to the water and to be able to swim there. Uh, we don't have that here, I think, fortunately. Otherwise, it would be full of uh, huge resorts. And also, the type of town here is more of an artsy town. Uh, kind of like San Miguel de Allende, if you want to compare it to a town in Mexico in the type of same atmosphere. So a lot of people that do yoga, a lot of painters, a lot of uh, photographers, musicians. Uh, jewelry? Jewelry, uh, there's people that come from mainland, mainly in, ta in Tasco, Guerrero, uh, that they have some stores here and they do a lot of uh, silver. But uh, like I say, a lot of the musicians, a lot of people that are trying to go back to the basics, mainly. Interesting. Back, back, back to the basics. Whenever we mention Todos Santos, people uh, will, if they know it, they say Hotel California. But no one here talks about Hotel California. I wonder why. <laughs> well, we, we see it all the d every day, you know? We see it all the time. Uh, it's good for the town. Uh, we understand it's a myth. Uh, it's a myth. Talk about that. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, th that was the original name forever. And somehow some people started to uh, talk about and connecting it to the song from the Eagles uh, music. Um, I don't know the reality. I don't think it really is that hotel in particular. Uh, but, you know, it helps the town. It helps for tourists to come over and take a picture there. And, they, and they, they certainly don't deny the fact that they're, they're a part of the Eagles song. Well, would you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Let's go on to something else. Yeah. It's like it's not, it's not that important. You're, 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 um, the um, hotel that we're in, it's gorgeous, open, airy. Um, you know, you can see the weather kind of comes in from the outside. It's, it's, it's magnificent. You designed this uh, place, but you also designed where we're staying mm -hmm. at La Mervia, and we can talk more about that. Uh, when did you get into designing buildings? Well, um, I've been doing construction for many years in my life. Uh, I helped my, my father building a house uh, over in uh, mainland. Uh, mainland being the United States? No, main, mainland no, being Mexico. In, in Mexico. Okay, well, you know, everything, everything starts with the United States, you know. That's what you guys think. Yeah. <laughs> well, some, some of us do, and I want to get to that later. Anyway, uh, and uh, I've been uh, doing construction, like I said, for many years, probably since I was a teenager, and, and uh, I started to do a lot of designing. Uh, being here in Baja, it opens uh, your mind quite a bit, trying to use the materials. Uh, I don't know, 20 years ago, Baja 
you couldn't get materials. So you had to utilize a lot of the materials, local materials, from uh, flat stone to the sand to uh, uh, soils, different types of soils. That we or even, even uh, other stuff that's been thrown off from other buildings. I see that kind of added on to houses. Yes, yes. Uh, you try to use, we try to use a lot, to reuse a lot of the materials, even cinder block or old wood, old pieces of wood. Uh, palapa leaves, you know, the palapa, the typical palapa roofs. Uh, uh, we used uh, something that you don't see very often in other places. We used uh, what we call pulidos, which is uh, really fine plastering on walls. Mm. Uh, and we give the, the, the color into it. Mm -hmm. uh, so you don't see that very much in other places, not even in La Paz, which is the capital, or even in Cabo. You know, so Todos Santos has that. So you would say uh, Todos Santos has an architectural style? I would say that it's, uh, well, originally, yes, definitely. You, have, you find some of the biggest homes in Baja here uh, because of the sugar cane during that time. They build incredible houses with, brick, uh, with bricks and uh, really wide walls. But throughout the years, uh, it has developed a, a different style, a combination between that and reusing a lot of the materials that are uh, accessible to us. So it is very, very interesting, that aspect. Now, we're going to be uh, featuring in our, on our Instagram page at Bar Crawl Radio, La Mer Via, because we're staying there, and it's, mm -hmm. and it's wonderful. And you, you designed that. Yes, I did. Uh, La Maravilla, or Villas La Mar. Uh, uh, it's a place that I, uh, land that I purchased many years ago through the Ejido here. The Ejido is the members, family members of the um, uh, locals here in, in Baja. Uh, that's another entire conversation what the Ejido means, but uh, anyway, I purchased that land long time ago, thinking that I was just gonna build a, a little place and then little by little, it started to turn into uh, uh, my family's home, uh, my, my wife's and my daughter and my son. And, uh, do, you, do you live out there? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay, so we might like run into you. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. Now we know what you look like. It's really kind of a unique place. Let me just go to our room, which is number one. Mm -hmm. um, the number one. Uh, and um, it seems that there is a lot of built-in stone uh, the bed is on like a stone bed. The, the everything is is kind of in the shape. Could you describe what that is and how the, how you designed that? Sure. Well, uh, most of the constructions here in Mexico, at least in this area, are done using a lot of uh, concrete and cinder block and and rebar. Which is very popular now, concrete. Uh, concrete has become very popular, even though in Mexico it's always been uh, that. We don't use a lot of wood, especially being here in the desert uh, in Baja. So it gets expensive to use wood. So we try to use a lot of uh, concrete. And, um, you know, uh, Americans, especially North Americans, are concerned about thermites. And here, us, we don't really, it's not a big concern because we hardly use any wood. I mean, doors and windows, some cabinets and stuff, but we don't. And uh, since it's uh, in an area, Villas Lamar, it's, it's uh, for guests. Uh, I try to use as simple as possible, uh, to, to build it as simple as possible, and utilizing materials that would not um, 
deteriorate easily and try to give it uh, uh, more of an opening uh, atmosphere into it, you know, with the wind and the windows and, and, and not feeling close. You, you do get the sense, or we, we get the sense of being outside while we're inside. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of windows. Um, yes. our, our, the pool is just this luscious little place right <laughs> up, up the steps from where we are. A lot of steps. So well, in a sense, I got kind of a Greek kind of feeling of going up and down the mountain, yes. um, which, which is great. Um, what, was it all put together all at once, or did you kind of add to it as you went? <clears throat> no, it was uh, little by little. Uh, one of the unfortunate things in Mexico is banks don't work as banks. Uh, if you want to get a loan, it's very difficult or it's very expensive. And you have to have three times the amount of money you're asking for. So a lot of the places you have to do with uh, whatever you, you have on, on, you know, on the work that you have done and everything that you make. So normally the process is slow because you don't have a chunk of money to do it. Um, and I didn't want to have big investors into it. I wanted to do it myself. Uh, so it was, a, it was a long process, but I love building, so it, it's, it's nice. I just wondered if you did the interior as well, because I love the juxtaposition of the really you know, concrete, the very masculine straight lines, and the beautiful flowing drapes, all of the windows, and even the, 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 the design includes just beautiful pieces of wood that you've used in the table and, the, and in the cabinetry. Um, is that all your work as well? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, and um, it's, uh, I mean, I like not to use too many different colors. I think you can bring colors with plants and different things. Uh, staying in neutral colors and using, like the wood that you're talking about, it's actually uh, wood that it was that I used originally in the construction of the place, so we uh, uh, reused that wood into into the tables or into the uh, uh, kitchen areas and things like that. The wood is magnificent. I love it. It's rough mm -hmm. and it has a beautiful natural color to it, and the lines are great. It's yeah. It's really con yeah. Congratulations for for <laughs> such for, for producing such. A great I love thing. the way that you've created, you know, like the the bed is on a platform. So you must have poured the concrete as you were building the rooms, or after you built the rooms, you went in and you started making the fixtures inside and poured it right there in frames. Or I mean, you didn't move that in. No, no, no. Yeah. We we that build there. We, yeah. It's built in. Uh, after you bring up the walls and the roof and everything, you normally do the floor at the end. So you uh, use the, you build a platform for the bed and you pour the concrete right there. And uh, it's, it's not moving it around, you know, it has to stay the way it is and uh, that's kind of the way it works, you know. But it's an amazing way that you finesse this, this <laughs> skill, this Thank art of, 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 the, of creating these, these spaces with the, I guess, poured concrete and then making end tables where you where you insert the drawers and they just you know they, they're just you know move so perfectly and the kitchen with the refrigerator that just fits it's just I thought I just think it's remarkable congratulations and there's no moving anything around because no. it's it, it, there is what it is it's almost like you're in a cave in a sense but in the sense that it's been etched out of the stone in the wall yes uh, well thank you <laughs> thank you uh, it feels uh, really good to hear that I have a friend of mine who is also from the States, and uh, every time he comes here, he loves construction. So he arrives and he starts, you know, hitting the, 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 
the bed and, and the counter, and it's, it's so solid, you know, it just feels so strong and good. It feels like it's part of the architecture. Instead of a piece of furniture, it is the it wall. It is integrated, yeah, yeah, it is part of that one, like a one-piece thing. I, I've never seen anything like that. Does, are any, any other architects doing that kind of work? Oh, I'm sure they are. Um, I don't know, not particularly, I mean, they might use a different style of things, but I think little by little, um, adding into the construction and, and using, instead of going out and buying a whole bunch of uh, uh, furniture and that sometimes it's not easy to find here, uh, then that's a, a great solution, you know? So, so in a sense, you've used uh, what you don't have to create something brand new and make it better. So kind of having less gives you a chance to be imaginative. Yes, and, and also cost-wise, at the end, uh, it just works out better. There is a, a level two warning coming into Baja from the United States. In this, in this particular area. And, yeah. and, we, and we noticed coming from the airport, there was a lot of, a lot of Americans coming in. It doesn't seem to be affecting. Uh, is it dangerous here at all? Have you, do you know about that? Well, I've been here for, like I said, 32 years, so I experienced many different storms in different levels. Um, I can tell you that I, I've never seen anything really bad happening uh, to people that I, that I have experienced. Uh, most of the time, and most people here enjoy the storms. We have to be, obviously be careful. What, I'm, I'm not talking about the storms. I'm talking about the danger level, uh, um, gangs, uh, you know, oh, drugs, oh, I see uh, what you mean. That, oh, yeah. okay. I, th I thought you were talking about um, oh. here. Here in Todos Santos is extremely low key. It's uh, it's very safe. Uh, you know, I'm used to honestly leave my windows down and get into the bank, and sometimes I forget my my keys in the car. Um, every now and then, young kids get into a house and steal a little something, but it's very very rare. The uh, uh, the comparison of what we have here, it's almost close to nothing in, the, in that aspect, you know. I think it's more, this is a discussion around Cabo. There's more concern, I think, around Cabo. Yes, definitely. Cabo uh, has many more problems uh, just because of the amount of tourism and, and bars and restaurants and, you know, selling drugs and things like that uh, brings that type of market. Uh, Todos Santos is very low-key. You know, to be totally uh, open with you, and uh, and that's why I'm here. You know, that's one of the main reasons. What is your opinion about the relationship right now between Mexico and the United States? Wow. Be honest. Wow. <laughs> you got to know we were going to ask you. We're from New York. How long is your uh, show? <laughs> I mean, my personal opinion uh, on. My personal opinion right now, I, I feel that it's terrible. Uh, we believe, and I believe there, that you guys went backwards, you know, so many years. Uh, uh, my opinion is that Obama created an image, much better image uh, with the exterior. I don't know if in, this, in, in, the East, in the United States, inside the United States, but on the outside with other countries, and especially with Mexico, relationship and the way we looked at uh, uh, the entire country uh, was a totally different thing than what it is now. 
Uh, right now, we obviously been offended. Uh, we're being, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, just uh, villainized. Villainized in so many in so many ways. Uh, Mexico and United States have a an amazing history uh, throughout the time, and and uh, the influence of Mexicans in the United States has been uh, incredible. And in, in, in both ways, you know, just uh, back and forth. Um, Todos Santos needs tourists from the United States. Yeah. And Baja needs tourists, right? Yeah. And, and, and we obviously have economic interest in Mexico and Mexico in us. It's a, it's a back and forth kind of a thing. Um, is, is, is there, do, do Mexicans, and I realize you're just one Mexican, and an individual, uh, see a difference between the Donald Trump kind of American and the fact that the rest of us are not that way? Well, we know exactly that the United States has been divided almost half and half. And there is, there is uh, a uh, intellectual and, and fight in the United States between the two groups, you know? And like I said, almost the way we see it is almost half and half. Uh, it is scary that half the population it's in favor. And I don't know if you guys are, but but uh, <laughs> no, no, we're no. not. No, no, no. This is a very liberal program no, we have. No, no. That's no. But uh, anyway, um, uh, it's incredible that so many people uh, are in favor to to Donald Trump and, and what he's doing, and in, in, uh, in many different ways. And believe what he's saying. And continue believing what he's saying, and and uh, you know, it is like. We say in, in Spanish, uh, eres más papista que el papa, meaning you are more Catholic than the pope. <laughs> uh, and I think that's kind of what's happening, you know? They, they believe more in Donald Trump than what he believes in himself. Absolutely. I, it's, it's, it's unclear to any of us what he really believes in uh, anyway. I think he's a showman. Yeah. You're starting a radio station, yes? <laughs> a friend of mine and Paul uh, Ricardi, who is in, uh, from uh, the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. He owns a home here, and uh, we came up with the idea of uh, having a, actually a recording studio. There. That was the original idea. And it was just basically to try to put musicians, local musicians, and for them to have a place where they could record with no cost. It's a total non-profitable uh, uh, place. And I had a property. And uh, so we put our efforts together, and we're uh, almost ready to open. We have the opening, grand opening, which you guys are invited, uh, in November 2nd, which is Dia de los Muertos. The idea is to uh, make, do a mix uh, uh, of people that come here to Baja from other places in the world, and they're musicians, and local musicians, and try to put them together and it's more like an experimental uh, recording studio. It sounds like you may, you may come up with a new type of music. I mean, if you put a, a guy here from the rancho playing the accordion, you, you put it right next to a flute player or a bass player and jazz player, you know, or a drum player with a total different style. And if you put them together, uh, you never know what's going to happen. So I think, I think it is very interesting to... To do, we've done that a few times, uh, and I study music myself for quite a few years. And I what do you play? I was going to ask, are you a musician? 
Yeah, I went to the National School of Music uh, for a few years. Uh, and so I became a musician uh, just for fun, not for as no sort of professional. So I love music and, um, you know, and I love to do that. I love to meet other musicians that uh, have totally different styles. Um, then you can sit down and be sensitive enough to, to create something. What is it going to be called? What's the studio? It's called Panteon 19. Panteon meaning like cemetery, panton. Panteon is the word in Spanish. It's like cemetery. Panton comes from uh, 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 Latin. A Latin word, yeah. For Panteon, for cemetery. It means so cemetery. It means cemetery. In Spanish, you either call it Panteon or Cementerio. Uh, and uh, I just like the name Panteon and Panteon 19 uh, because we're on uh, Highway 19. See. It's Highway 19 and you'll be overlooking right. a Panteon. Right. Exactly. The uh, property is just above uh, an old, old, old historic uh, Panteon. Uh, Panteon. And, uh, and it has the view of the entire town, a very beautiful view to the, uh, to the ocean and uh, to the Pacific, and, uh, and it's a really cool place. You guys should uh, see it. Uh, we already done some recordings, uh, and then we came up with the idea of doing uh, radio uh, on internet, and we- I was gonna ask you, I mean, the, if you had, what is it called, band? Uh, 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 yeah, but, you're, but you'll be going over the internet. Over the internet, and eventually, if it's possible with the new Mexican government, um, trying to get permits for even at least just Todos Santos, mm. you know, but it's a long process. It's very, very difficult, but uh, over the internet we'll be um, uh, transmitting. And when do you think it's going to be ready and up and running in, in November? November 2nd, that's, that's the, uh, you guys are invited, yeah. uh, come down yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll have um, what we call a session from downtown, walking all the way to Panteon 19, which that's what we do in Mexico in November uh, 2nd. It's the, what, you, what did you call that holiday? The, the Muertes? Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's just to, to remember uh, all of our uh, ancestors. Yeah, exactly. And what you do is you bring drinks and food and, and, and music to, to the Panteon, and you have a party there, and talk about them and bring them flowers, and, and it's, it's, it's an entire thing. It's part of our culture. But you also wear very kind of macabre, like makeup and costumes, right, that, you know, depict the dead. Yes, yeah. yes, Which yes. is also beautiful, and, and it's, you And know. it's fun. It's fun. It creates an entire ambience. Uh, and people bring tons of, uh, sorry about the noise. <laughs> oh. Water truck. A big truck. A, a, water, water, a water truck, truck. okay. Anyway, we, uh, uh, most people bring candles. Mm. So, oh, uh, being at the Pantheon with hundreds and hundreds of candles just there with friends and family and uh, kids and all kinds of ages. This has been wonderful. I'm looking across the street at some skulls in all different kinds of colors across the street here from uh, Hotel uh, Casa Tota. Uh, we're talking with M uh, Miguel Ochoa, who is the designer of this hotel, and also La Mer um, Villa, Villa La Mer, which where we're, where we're staying. Uh, La Mar, Villa La Mar. 
where we're staying, and we're now in his hotel having a drink and talking with Miguel. Thank you so much for talking with us on Bar Crawl Radio, and um, we'll stay in touch. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. This is the podcast on iTunes.